Welcome to the House of Hoosier podcast. I'm your host, AJ Guyton, and today's podcast is brought to you by Bet River Sportsbooks. And I got one of my favorite people. I, I say that a lot, but this time I really mean it because uh, me and this guy have history. We came in IU together. We, we stayed all four years together. And, you know, we've been through the ups and downs of, of what true IU uh, basketball is all about. I got Luke Jimenez now. I heard the voicemail. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see you switched it up on me. It was Jimenez when I met him. That's and, right. That's and you right. used to catch him from the people about being Jimenez who wanted you to be Jimenez. Exactly. So now hey. you're Jimenez. What's up, brother? You either doing? way. Hey, AJ, it's good to be here, man. Either way. Either way is all good. You know, yeah. hey, AJ Guyton, by the way, can I get his, can I get an autograph? Yeah, that's what you. No, uh, Jimenez, Jimenez, because I'm down here in Florida, obviously a lot of uh, Spanish Latino people down here. So you uh, you can say it either way, up north, Minnesota, Indiana, Midwest. Yeah, Jimenez, but right, all good. Yeah, I'm with it, whatever. It's, I think Jimenez sounds better anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> before we get into that, so what, what are you doing right now, man? What's, 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 uh, what are you doing professionally right now? Yeah, so after school, uh, you know, I had thoughts of, of, of continuing to play somewhere, but you know what, maybe in the, uh, the decision-making thought of getting out of basketball. So that's the route in which I took. Coaching was an option. However, I kind of just wanted to uh, really take, take some time away from playing ball, um, get away. And so I uh, got in, um, you know, Buzz, uh, Buzz had a contact within the pharmaceutical industry for, uh, for sales. Mm-hmm. And so I was lucky enough to land a position within uh, Pfizer Pharmaceuticals, a popular name right now due to COVID, of course. But um, 20 years ago is when I started still with them today, down in Florida, been uh, kind of around the Tampa Bay area as far as my territory as a sales rep. But yeah, very, uh, very pleased with the decision I made at the time. It was, you know, Stepping away, uh, you know how it is. You kind of you kind of want to continue to play, but my body at the time was was ready to move on. I mean, in short, you know, for all who's for all Hoosier fans listening, Luke gave up his basketball career to be a drug dealer. That's pretty much. Yeah. It. <laughs> hey, <laughs> much well, it. <laughs> I don't know if we want to go that far, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, in the profession of sales, yeah, yeah, pharmaceutical sales rep, you would call it. But yeah, right. Okay, uh, That's, we we call them street. We call them street pharmacists where I'm from. <laughs> no, but. Uh, is, are there any other uh, former IU players in that profession? Yeah, so Steve Risley was actually the uh, original person that got me involved. Um, he was my contact for someone down here in Florida. So he was a he's a manager. Obviously, he started up at the at the lower levels and worked your way up. So he was a manager at the time. That was a while ago. Risley, um, um, Todd Lindemann is in the industry. Robin mm-hmm. Eggers, he's kind of bouncing wow. around. He was with a big one called Merck, and then he's moved down. I forget where he's at exactly. But yeah, there's been a, quite a few of us. Uh, even I believe Wrecker, you know, we played with him for a He's in not on the pharmaceutical side, but he's medical sales. So same idea. But yeah, it's okay. it's uh it's it's been good. I gotta say, Pfizer's Pfizer treats us well, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm glad I made that decision. Right? Absolutely, man. Because you look less stressed. You look <laughs> and basketball, and you keep going, and it, 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 like, your hair fall out. But. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. You know, you gotta hey, gotta keep it tight. Gotta look gotta keep it tight. So exactly. Let's hey, take you all the way back to the beginning, man. You from from Minnesota. What, what, city, what city of Minnesota is Exactly, Minnesota. So Maine Cato is where I grew up, small mm-hmm. town. However, kind of bounced around. I ended up in Redwood Falls okay. coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. But uh, similar to, I think our, our, you know, maybe one of the things too that linked us together coming in, we, uh, so I was obviously a walk-on, right? Mm-hmm. So um, no name, really not a name as far as Indiana basketball is concerned, not coming in, not really recruited. I was more 
division two small d1s all around kind of the midwest but nothing nothing like iu right right uh, -huh. uh but that was always the goal get to iu so you and i i think clicked right off the bat for uh for for really teaming up going mm -hmm. into iu it was mm -hmm. a good mesh good mix uh you guys i mean you tell me real quick your your backstory too right i know felon was involved yeah kind of got you there you kind of that hot cold hey yeah we'll take you now right Right. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, we 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 had this. It was a different time. It was. Uh, I think you know, IU was looking for some stability at the guard position, man, and and uh, you know, I was actually still open at that time, being recruited by Michigan State, St. Louis, a couple other schools. But for me, you know, it was just an opportunity to play right away. So uh, it was a no-brainer for me. I didn't, and the good thing is, I didn't know much about Coach Knight. I didn't know. I knew who he was, and I heard of him, but. I hadn't done research because we're, we're in Bradley University, it's Illinois, University of Illinois country. So not many Indiana games were on TV in my area. So um, going in, you know, once he told me, hey, you know, we're going to make sure you graduate in four years and get your degree and we're going to make sure you got a good job when you're done. I was, I was sold. And you got an opportunity to start and play, you know, not only play, but start. So it's like, you know, I didn't know Michael. I didn't know you. I didn't know anybody, but I was like, I'm looking at him like, okay. I can hoop, so I got a, I got a good chance, man. So, but good yeah, decision. It was a great, it was a great decision, man. But for you, what 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 is the connection to IU basketball? How did that get all the way up to Minnesota? To yeah, it was it was a little a bit unusual. So you know, back then, 20, 20 plus years ago now, so um, Minnesota really wasn't a powerhouse for hoops, right? Not for basketball. Mm -hmm. It was more of a hockey state. Everything was really geared geared toward hockey. So. Uh, IU basketball was really kind of ingrained in our family from my dad. So he was a coach, uh, you know, he coached us growing all the way, you know, from little all the way up in through my high school years. And uh, it was always Coach Knight's way. You know, he was right. a disciple of Coach Knight, run the motion offense, tough defense, uh, no exceptions, no excuses, uh, compete. So it was really, a, a you know, it, it was just brought ingrained like, hey, if we can get to this level, you know, obviously watching um, – I'll never forget watching uh, Keith Smart. I know Smart was on here. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, hitting in 87, hitting the shot of, of uh, probably the best shot in IU history, right? Um, right. Best and shot. yeah, that, that, that kind of, that was like, you know what? If I, you know, that was, that was really kind of a, you're a kid, but hey, that's my goal. I want to be there. And it was a running joke really when I was growing up. Oh, if Coach Knight's still there. Yeah, we'll see. He's, you know, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be so old. He, he won't be there. Well, it kind of just stuck in the back of my mind growing up. And my dad really put my dad pushed me quite a bit. I had two older right. brothers that helped out, right? Beating up on me every day. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that, that plays a huge factor. Yeah. It plays a huge factor. And so, um, yeah, that was always, you know, that if I can get to that goal. Um, and now it was, now, now you talk about it. It was completely different than all the everybody that you all had on. Like you, mm -hmm. you at least, you know, I was going there basically begging, hey, take me you know i want to come play for you <laughs> right uh yeah. matter of fact i went there on my junior junior season i'll never forget i go there uh like hey you know I, i'd already sent tape i wrote him a letter that's when he wrote letters back then wrote him a letter sent him tape hey i'm interested in coming and walking on he's like all right sure whatever really don't know you come on we'll just come over to a game so my dad and i uh we drove we drove from minnesota to iu mm -hmm. um go and meet with coach in the cave of course the cave in the back room and he, he sits us down and he literally, he looks at me, he goes, you want to come play for me? He goes, uh, and I go, yes, sir. And he goes, do you have any other basketball options of where you could go to get a scholarship? <laughs> right. And I go, yes, I do. And he goes, I, you know, 
we'd love to have you. However, you know, you, you really probably should, uh, you really should obviously go play somewhere else. Wow. We'll, 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 we'll watch you, but you probably should go elsewhere. Right. So my dad and I, you know, we, we walked out of there like, hey, it's going to be even harder than we thought, right? So right. we're <laughs> going, into, going into senior year, made some good things, made some moves happen, uh, reach out to him again. Um, and then, yeah, it's a little bit more detailed, but yeah, things yeah. happened in the rest. Things happened and, and mm -hmm. kind of fell into place for me to be on the team. Let me tell you guys a little bit about our partners over at Bet River Sportsbook. If you haven't signed up with Bet Rivers yet, now's the time. Bet River Sportsbook is offering a $250 match bonus for your first deposit. But what sets them apart is that they require just one play through to turn your bonus into cash money. When you win at Bet River Sportsbook, they pay fast. And now it's even faster with rush pay instant approval for withdrawals. It's safe, it's secure, it's reliable. With March Madness around the corner, there's never been a better time to give Bet River Sportsbooks a try. Go to betrivers.com today or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. Must be 21 years or older, gambling a problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Rewinding that, rewinding that back, you said you played for your dad, right? Yes. How, what, yes. what was the experience like getting to play for your father? And what, what things did he do, hindsight being 2020, that, that prepared you for college? Yeah. So, I mean, him and coach, like I kind of alluded to it, he was very similar to coach in the fact that high expectations, right? So um, he would come into a program. So he'd been in three different ones for various reasons. And I'd kind of bounced around with high school, but he would come in and turn things around and you'd have a winning program and it mm -hmm. worked. He had a method to his madness of, of, Hey, we're going to do it this way, do it my way, but it worked. It worked. Right. And uh, kids responded. I think things are completely different now, but um, prepared you for what coach night, a style of coach night, right? I mean, no one, no one, no one's really ready. I would say no one's really ready. For <laughs> right. coach night games, exactly. But yeah. as best as you can be prepared for that <laughs> next step. Um, he did a good job. So no, I loved it. I loved it. I wouldn't have played, you know, I played for a couple other guys in high school too, but my dad, you know, he, he had a gene. He probably should have been a college coach. He had a gene. Right. He knew what mm -hmm. he was doing. He knew how to motivate kids, got him going, put a very uh, biggest thing is cohesiveness. Yeah, it's all together. And um, yeah, it was it was a great experience, man. I would never have changed it. You mentioned you had a couple some other options. What were those other options? And then what made you push them to the side and take on the challenge of walking on at IU? Yeah, so the the so there are small mid major D ones around mm -hmm. the area. However, like and we're just talking like, you know, at the time, you know, so you had like an Arizona state, you had a Liberty, right. Dayton, um, um, not nothing of substance really uh, as far as like I was concerned I wasn't going to go to something like at, that at that time at that time at that yeah, time correct exactly, yeah. um, and then even in the regional area where I lived like you had University of North Dakota University of North Dakota State mm -hmm. uh, Mankato or they call it Minnesota State now like mm -hmm. there were some and those were D2 they weren't D1 at the time um, I probably would have stayed local yeah. but in the back of my head um, and I always you know what you kind of you kind of think of decisions that you make in your life, right? And it kind of yeah, definitely the, the projection, right? So if I don't make that decision to go to IU and even walk on, even though I had a guaranteed thing on the other side, um, you know, I'm definitely not where I'm at right now. I definitely don't have my two kids, my wife, the whole setup, the you yes. know, for twenty years. It's such a trajectory of where it puts you on your path. Um, so yeah, going and being as a walk on, you mm -hmm. know, it was uh, I think Leary was one, uh, or maybe maybe not Leary, but I know. Um, Oh my gosh, Hillman. Hillman. So it was a select few of people at the time. So getting my chances weren't very good. 
Right. Yeah. I, should, I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have been on that team, but I was just, just, it, it happened that way. And I felt that way, but uh, yeah, man, it's been, you know, you know, and, and it all common, uh, you know, we'll, we'll probably talk about it later, but it all comes back to even at the end of the day, when we're meeting, it was a year ago now for coaches reunion at IU. I mean, good Lord of all the, of all the special times that we had at IU, those four years coming back it's right. kind of right there at the top. And I'm so glad that I was uh, involved. Definitely talking about that. Hey, did you ever get a chance to talk to Hillman and Larry about being a walk-on at that time, or you just went in straight in line? No, I knew I knew there was a select few, and mm -hmm. that's all I knew. Um, man, AJ, so it, it should have never happened. So it should have never happened, right? So he tells me, really, now don't come. Even right. the summer, the summer of, right? So we went and played summer ball, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. We went on that tour. We go around. Uh, you know, uh, schedule from Tim Knight. And that was a good time. That was, that was a fun time. Yeah, yeah. Us, Collier, Lewis. Uh, but even after that, that tour, and then you're there for summer workouts. I oh, hold, hold, don't, don't gloss over the tour because we weren't, <laughs> hold up. We weren't McDonald's <laughs> All-Americans. Oh, yeah. We were Coca-Cola All-Americans. Coca-Cola, that's right. And, and Hoosier All-Americans. <laughs> but go I still ahead, got those, I still got those, uh, uh, the the shorts today i think i, 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 I know i sold mine i got rid of it <laughs> hey i'm a coca-cola hey, all-american and that was my first experience with you by the way right yeah uh, so so yeah coming into that i'm like all right i heard a collier i heard a lewis right McDonald, you know they're, they're pretty highly touted all them their names in there i'm like all right so who's aj who's this aj right and uh, <laughs> you know there's no internet back then so how are you supposed to find out about you so right exactly uh yeah, so so we we go and play one of our first games. I'm like, all right, that's AJ. Okay, okay, <laughs> the, kid, the kid can play. All right. right, and then we went on that tour, and one thing after another, and it became clear that uh, our class coming in was going to be, really you know, a pretty formidable class for the upperclassmen there. Right. And now that was a, I forgot about that tour, man. It was a heck of a tour. People don't know. I think Tim Knight used to put a, a tour together of all the incoming. Uh, freshmen and we would go up to Muncie. We went up to yes. Fort Wayne and we would play a series of game sign autographs. Uh, I remember we was wearing these big old Sean Kemp Reeboks. I think they were uh, that we got. We got a chance to get. It was my first time really getting a lot of gear. Uh, we got some gear to wear, some Indiana stuff. So uh, I wish they, they. I don't know if they still do that. I doubt it. You know, but that was an opportunity for our recruits to bond and get to know one another. And, and like he said. There was no internet. There was no Instagram. You just didn't know no, what you were going to get. Correct. And, um, and so it was an opportunity for us to see one another in action there. But before we get into hey, our go ahead. Hold on. I got to clarify something. When you say gear, by the way, because I get this question even 20-something years later, like, oh, they hooked you up, right? And all that. Not I'm like, yeah. no. No, the clear answer is we got the stuff that nobody else bought in the stores. They brought <laughs> exactly right. Oh, hey, Converse, LA gear. No, no, no. At the time, it was... It was nothing, exactly. nothing like what we got now, Adidas. Yeah. Come on, man. No. But to us, to us, it was like for well, for me, I was like, man, I got a bag, I got yeah. the jerseys, I got the. So, but to, that was gear to me. Now I would have gave that to the next person I saw. And right, then, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but before we get into our uh, uh, IU basketball experience, I want to ask you, take you to a segment called the Hoosier Ten, man. It's Ten questions. And only Indiana basketball players will be able to answer. So I'm gonna start with it. I know the answer to this, but what was your first dorm on campus? Oh yeah, man. You know we loved it. We we did it right in Disco yep. Brisco there. Come Disco on. Brisco, Come right? on. So close to campus. You know, yeah. uh, you know what? Yeah, walking. Well, at least it was close to Assembly Hall, but walking in the 
January, February, man, that sucked. Yeah, that we, sucked. we can, we can sleep in a little bit, run across the street, get the practice on time. <laughs> exactly. The problem is we was on the ninth floor and it was hot as hell. I do remember that. It's hard to, hard to cook ramen noodles in the, in the microwave. Good memory. Hey, don't forget downstairs, the spaghetti, the spaghetti. You and the spaghetti are calls. Those two meals a day that, you, that we had, that was our package. Two that meals, was that was it. Yeah. What's your favorite, at that time, what was your favorite restaurant to eat in Bloomington? Yeah, you know, we went there a couple times. I think it's you, me, maybe Lynn, uh, Larry, maybe even a little bit. Ryan's, man. Ryan's Ryan. Steakhouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's still there. That salad was good, man. Anything, anything you ordered. Yeah, Ryan. Support for today's episode of House of Hoosier with AJ Guyton is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over the technology developments to provide you with the best tool for your grooming experience. With more than 2 million users worldwide, Manscaped has partnered with me to provide an exclusive offer to you. 20% off and free shipping with the code Hoosier20 at manscaped.com. Before we get back to the show, let me tell you a little bit about their Perfect Package 3.0 kit. It starts with the Lawnmower 3.0, the third-generation trimmer that features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. You don't want to worry about nicking the goods while you're trying to clean up down there. Feel confident with the Lawnmower 3.0. In addition to the new blade, the Lawnmower 3.0 comes with an LED light for a more precise trim, and it's waterproof, so if you can take the grooming to the shower. The Perfect Package 3.0 also comes with the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing deodorant and moisturizer, and the crop preserver, which keeps the goods from sticking to your leg. Plus, Manscaped threw in a couple of free gifts, a pair of boxer briefs and a travel bag, so you can go trim on the go. So get 20% off and free shipping right now with the code Hoosier20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with code Hoosier20. Your goods will thank you. When the last time were you in Bloomington? Last time you was in Bloomington? Yeah, it was for coaches reunion, okay. obviously. So that was last February. I want to say it was like last week of uh, this last year, right? So right, uh, yeah. that was a special time, man. I, you know, whenever you come back to Bloomington and you go to IU, a lot has changed, right? I mean, just on campus, on on uh, by in and around Assembly Hall, uh, mm-hmm. you know. But but it, it, that was special. That was that yeah. might be the pinnacle of uh of what encompasses IU, right? IU okay. basketball is having coach come back and we're there and mm-hmm. um, pretty special. We're going to dive into that. So hold, hold them thoughts. Your most memorable game as a player. Oh man. Memorable game. Hey, it's a short list, right? So uh, <laughs> <laughs> mine though. So coming from Minnesota, mm-hmm. I actually had a good game up at Minnesota and we oh, won really? one of the few times we were up there. So uh yeah, I mean, I had done, um, you know, obviously I wasn't the, the largest scorer, didn't put up a, a ton of points, but being active in that game and and, and uh, just showing, I had a bunch of people there, of course, had everybody's tickets. Nobody's going to Minnesota, right? You, you, yeah, your family's not making it to Minnesota. So it worked out well. I had a good game in Minnesota and then, um, you know, but uh, uh, Minnesota only gets you so much playing time after that, you got to keep producing, right? So that was, that was a... It was a quick blip. Do you remember your stat line? I had 13 points. Okay. That's hey, good. hey. There it is. There it is. Uh, I'll say, well, next question. Outside of me, 
Who best player you played against in college? <laughs> hey, hey, you know you got to be up there too. By the way, you yeah, I'll kick the top three. I'll give you top three. Yeah, that was that was. I gotta say, day in and day out, uh, that was rough. But uh, no, man. Hey, so uh, I, I throw up Mateen Cleaves. Mateen That dude Tough. was strong, fast. I mean, um, at the time, probably not the, the greatest shooter, right? But he, it didn't even matter. It didn't even matter. I would just go, I mean, pretty much, you know, just go around you, a great leader, pushing up the floor. Michigan State was just a, just a beast of a program, too, at that time. So, right, yeah, Cleves, I put Cleves right up there. Definitely, definitely. Shout out my team. My team's in my wedding. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, most memorable Coach Knight moment? Uh, Coach Knight, okay. So, uh, you know what? I'd have to actually say you go through four years, you know, my interaction probably not as much as you or some of these other, uh, other, other leaders I'd say on the team. Right. So, um, the, the interaction that I did have with them, you know, was more more of a, Hey, get better. Let's go. Let's what, what are we doing to get better and all that kind of stuff. So, but, uh, after the four years, um, coach, so I, I, interviewed for a position for with Pfizer as my, my first boss at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I said, Hey coach, is there any way you can make a phone call? And, um, you know, he was, he, he was actually kind of upset with me that I hadn't already reached out to him prior to that interview. <laughs> and, uh, I'm like, Hey, well, if there's any possible way you can make this call, I'd really appreciate it. So he was actually made a phone call to my first boss within Pfizer was on the phone for about an hour and a half with him mm-hmm. talking about, you know, uh, all things IU, but of course, and the character and the person that I was. And so that was probably my, dope. Uh, my, my most memorable and thankful moment for, for coach making that call. That's dope, man. I love that story. When I say the name Tim Garl, what word comes to mind? Oh, man. Tim Garl, genuine, the best, the best. Uh, I mean, just a great human being, but the best person to possibly have across all generations Hoosier, Hoosier basketball. And he's, he needs to stay there for as long as possible because he is the remaining thread that connects us all. Absolutely. Absolutely. I thought you was going to say cabbage man. <laughs> cabbage man. Well, hey, <laughs> cabbage man. That was always a good day too. No, but okay. <laughs> Who is uh, your top five favorite Indiana Hoosier basketball players ever? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I got to hey, Elford, of course. Right. Absolutely. Elford, Tw- Isaiah. More 12 because of him. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Hey, you gotta, yeah, 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 man. I mean, hey, mm-hmm. he's right up there. So Alfred, Isaiah, um, um, Cal, of course, mm-hmm. Cal, uh, in the fourth. You know, you always, I, you know, I never watched him. I don't know. I need probably need to watch film. But Quinn, um, oh, he's always a good one. Quinn Buckner or, or Alan Henderson. That was a little bit more of the, of the person that I saw. So I kind of between. Quinn and Al, maybe you give it to Quinn because he was on the on the on the uh, championship team. How they got there? By the way, I watched the '92 and they should have. I I watched it like three months ago again. Had to rewatch that game of them being in the Final Four. Yep. Man, it got stolen. It was just Man. stolen. Ty Leary, Ty Leary made it interesting though, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but Teddy, Teddy, you know, TV Teddy. Golly. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Three calls in the second half against Cal, man. I'm like, what in the world? You should see how many guys are in foul trouble. Right. Both 35 sitting on the bench. Definitely. And, anyway. Uh, okay. And finally, if you would say, what player personifies Indiana basketball? When you think of Indiana basketball, what player do you think comes to mind? One player. 
One player, one player. I mean, so being from Minnesota, you watched, right? And uh, I'd have to go to those 90s teams and, uh, you know, uh, Damon Bailey, man. I mean, you heard about oh, him in high school. He was recruited when he was in eighth grade. I mean, yeah. he was just kind of that guy, that kid that you heard about and knew about, household name, everybody. Um, he just, he, he did it the right way, you know, uh, and yeah, Damon Bailey definitely probably at the top of that one. I would say I'm, one of my chances would be Damon Bailey or uh, Steve Alford. Like, yeah, I mean, either one. When you think any had a bad, I think of good hair, nice and slick back, you know, and just no expression. Look up at the score. It's 20, he got 26 points, three and five rebounds. <laughs> exactly. You don't know what happened. He ain't sweating. That's what I think of. Uh-huh. You know what uh -huh. I mean? So, uh, but, but let's, let's talk a little bit about our experience at IU, man. When you, what do you remember most? Do you remember any, what do you remember most about stepping on IU's campus? Uh, we can we can actually go back to what you talked about. Let's talk about the uh, the tour and 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 getting to know the guys. And then once we got back, I think we all ended up getting jobs. I think we all had jobs that summer. And they put yeah. us we got and we put up into some random apartment. I don't even know who apartment <laughs> it was. I think me and you. That's where we became roommates first. Yeah. And then you know what when we but when you got on campus. Uh, what was your thoughts like? Wow, I'm here. Like, uh, hey, so yeah, that's another thing. So I actually was, so another reason why I shouldn't have probably even been there. But I was off campus. I don't know if you remember this. So I was off campus living with someone that uh, was an association, right? That there's a backstory to that too. But I was nine miles off campus, running and biking back and forth before we started conditioning. Then we moved into Harris's place. <laughs> yeah, we were all that's who it was. Yeah. yeah, Harris and Robbie Eggers downstairs. <laughs> yeah, but. If you remember, so when we were playing um, five on five, right? So you go conditioning, but then you're still playing five on five. All, my first experience, so I knew I knew you could play. I mean, it was pretty obvious during our, our, our uh, tour with Tim Gar uh, uh, Tim Knight taking us around. I'm like, all right, AJ, yeah, they haven't seen AJ. This ought to be good. And uh, and Lewis, Lewis was more, I, I know he came out of high school as a shooter score, whatever, but he was more passing, kind of switched his role up, right? Right. And uh, Collier being on the inside, I'm like, damn, man, this is a good class coming in that I'm a part of, you know. And so we I don't know if you remember this, the first scrimmage that we had. So you go conditioning, right? Everybody's right. conditioning, whatever, right? You know, sucks, whatever. You're done with that. Then you go play and you play for another two hours after conditioning, which right. hey, your ass is tired. And uh, but as soon as we go play, you remember the teams? You remember no. the teams? No. Nope. So it was us no. four, us four and Larry. Oh, us four and Larry against all the upperclassmen. And obviously it was done on purpose. And you, the very first game, you don't remember this. Yeah, I think you scored the first one of seven, went by two or whatever. I think it was first one of seven. First one of seven, I want to say. You scored six of the seven. And, and the rest was like, you right. come back the next day. And the next day, same teams. <laughs> right, yeah. You just kept... Yeah. So anyway, the point is, is the first the first day going against, you know, I think it woke up Neil just a little bit at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, like, all right, this kid can play. But coming off screens and you had already you had already adapted so well to the, the system. And we hadn't even been, you know, hadn't even been practicing yet, really. Right. You. So, uh, yeah, that was the first my my distinct memory of you was, you know, putting it on in the first scrimmage that we had against upperclassmen. Yeah, I, I love to play, man. I was shocked that they only wanted to play. Like, I remember I, what I remember about scrimmaging them, they only wanted to play like two or three games. And I was mm -hmm. like, no, we, we, we do all that running. Just keep play. going. 
this is the yes. opportunity. You know, we freshmen, we're trying to show what we can do. Exactly. Like, and, and, and we put it on them, man. And we was like, damn. And I remember thinking like, man, it cannot be this easy. Like, you know, I mean, that's how I'm thinking. I'm like, it cannot be this easy. This, uh-huh. this is, they must be tired. They must not be playing hard. Or something like because I do remember having success. I didn't know I scored six points. Yeah, man, man. you had six of the seven success, man. And uh, yeah, but that's the the mindset we brought to back to the program was we was we was real hoopers. We really wanted to play and we wanted to play a lot, man. So definitely draw jars my memory with that. When you, you we, well, hold on, you have you have one, you have one of um, us first going around of us playing. Yeah, I just I, I do remember playing for the first time and really thinking like, is this, is it that easy? Like, I was like, I remember the conditioning. I didn't think it was difficult. And I remember, you know, playing after that. I had all this energy. I think now I'm thinking back. I was, we was just freshmen that was juiced up. We yeah, really yeah, was. Exactly. Like, we, <laughs> we was ready to prove that, you know, we can yes. hope. We like, but we all, me and you for sure, genuinely love the play. I can't speak for Michael. I think Mike was, but I can't speak for Jason at that time. But we genuinely wanted to, you know, show what we could do. You was a walk-on. I was yes. the last dude committed. You know exactly. I mean? We ended up being roommates. You know what I mean? So uh, we was really passionate about it. And let me ask you this. When you when you when, when I walked into the like, what was your your, your thoughts as a person when, when you look back at our relationship? Like, what was the most surprising to you about me like that that, you know, that, that, that the people would like to hear? Yeah. So you you and this is completely different than this podcast right now, because I'm shocked that you're doing the podcast. I love it. I love it. I've, I've watched Me the too. Me too. I love it. Yeah. But <laughs> you were extremely reserved and quiet. Right. So nobody. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Back then you I mean, um, it may be a little bit. I'll be honest, a little bit to the detriment of the team as well, because if uh, if you're stepping up as a leader, you're the best team, uh, best player on the right. team, obviously. And we needed that at the time. But but back then. So I'd say you're quiet, humble, mm-hmm. uh, um, but genuine, man. I mean, it was, it was, there was no fake. There was no fake. You're just going to say it the way it is. And, and your energy, man, when you say energy, so I think about this too. And I thought about it in the past. So once we got actually into the season, what I was most shocked about, especially with you, you and no, it was just you really. Cause you play freshman year. You played a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you started in lineup, the minutes, you know, obviously uh, mm-hmm. start, start, culminating game after game after game and especially in preseason you come back and play hard a hard practice the next day right mm-hmm. i was i was dead ass tired in practice and here you are still going after playing the night before right and that was the most uh i was i was kind of shocked i know on the personal side of, of like i see you <laughs> you know we're, 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 you know, we're bullshitting or whatever. We're just talking in, in the dorm room and then we're going over here and we're playing. And it's just like, you had endless energy. Like it was kind of like a, like, Hey, do you sleep? Are you, are, are you going to get some, you know, you're always, you're always playing uh, Nintendo or whatever the case was there. But, but mm-hmm. yeah, man, I mean, I just, I was shocked really by uh, honestly your, your energy being able to come back the next day, right. You have a good night playing ball, playing in, uh, in a game and then you come back next day in practice too. Right. I, I agree with what you just said earlier, man. You said that you know my my demeanor was it could it's a detriment to the team, and I don't, I don't mean that in an aggressive way. But when I look back, you know, hindsight twenty twenty, you know, you have so many thoughts in your head. You know what I mean, as a player, as a person. But in that atmosphere and that team, in my for me, it wasn't the time to express it. I just didn't, you know. You it was for one reason. It was like you say I had energy, but 
I was exhausted. You know what I mean? It was like, so it was like, man, I can't become this verbal and vocal guy when I got to focus on running through screens or I got to focus on hitting the big shot, you know, trying to take the big shot or making the big play or just being an integral part of the team. But when I look back, I wish I would have did that. I was like, because it was it was in my head. It was like, uh-huh. man, I need to say this to Luke, man. I need to, I should say this to Wrecker. I should say this. Even when we talk about the transfer, like when we talk about the guys who left, you know, I wish I would have turned around and had a conversation with those guys because right. I didn't know at the time we had a hell of a class. I mean, you think about it, our sophomore oh. year, our starters could have been me, Neil, uh, Luke Wrecker, um, Jason Collier, and Andre Patterson. Like, that's a Big Ten title championship team. You got Charlie coming off the bench. And you got Charlie Miller coming off the bench I mean, yourself. You got uh, who else? Mike Lewis coming off the bench. You got, uh, I think, is that the year? Yeah, they have recruited uh, Rob, and I don't know if Rob, uh, Rob Turner and Will would have been there if, you know, these guys would have stayed or there. I'm not sure if that was the time, but my sophomore year, I think they was there. They were there. Rob and uh, Will Gladys was there. So you just have a myriad of talent, but when those, those uh, transfers happened, I didn't really know anything about them. Like they they were already committed to transferring before I even knew about it. Yeah. So in our what that's the one thing that we look back is like, man, and I'm looking at championship teams and teams that are really good. They all have uh, cohesiveness as a as a group. They all liked each other. They all hung out with each other. They all, even if they weren't the closest of the friends, they had a boundary. They were they were good people to one another. So um, that I, I agree totally with you when you say, man, you should I could have been a lot more vocal than I was. And, uh, and it, and it wasn't, wasn't, you know, it wasn't maybe just you, but yeah, what, yeah. I, I think it would have helped. I don't know if it would have been the difference maker, but I know it probably would have helped a little bit. Um, it would, like you said, it was a lot of tension going on. It was a fractured from start, right? With yeah, uh, yeah. what happened with Neil and the kind of do, the domino effect. Yep. Neil, then, then Luke, then Collier, or Collier, then Luke. And it's just year over year kind of culminated there to, uh, you know, you, you just do the best that you can. It wasn't as though we weren't working our asses off. Right. You know, doing everything possible, lifting, conditioning, playing, practicing. I mean, um, that wasn't the case. But, yeah, you you as a – your personality, mm-hmm. uh, you, you, you've come out of your shell now. We'll say right. that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so let me ask you this. Uh, well, we, we played a lot of games, you know, and, and you know, you talked about talent and seeing the, the, the ability in myself. What, at what moment did you, because I remember it vividly. I don't remember exactly when it was, but I remember one time we, I want to say it was my freshman year. We came to the, got to the dorm and you were just kind of sitting there looking at me. He was like, man, you, you're good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Do you, that's how you was talking. Like, damn, man, like, do you realize what you're doing? Like, you know what I mean? The, uh, producing the way you're producing. And I kind of was just like, I didn't really realize. I'm just playing. I don't really think like numbers. I never was the one to go see how many points I had. And you was just kind of like, man, you're doing something special. Like you're doing, you're, you're good, good. Like, but what point do you, is there a time in your, that you can remember where you was looking at me like, man, you got a chance to be special. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't know if you realize because you, you said really not following the history of I or being able to watch it on TV, right? Well, I kind of did. There's not many incoming freshmen that put up numbers, you know, during right. the night era, during Coach Knight era, not afterward now, completely different. So so you coming in and doing what you did, especially on a team that was already established, right? You had Neil, Charlie, Harris, Robbie, Mandeville, Pat Patterson, um, you know, so, I mean, the guys that could put, put the ball in the hoop. 
um, you kind of making your way in there and, and being a producer in freshman year. So the reason I, I, I don't remember that exact moment, but it was, it was, uh, it was, it, you know, mm-hmm. Hey, it, it was to say the least, it was kind of a, a, a shock that you're able to do that and coaches system that was, um, you know, <laughs> one of the stories I always remember with coach with you uh-huh. is uh, AJ move without the ball, move without the ball. You know, you got to make your move before you get the ball. And you, I know you'd like to grab it and then you're able to, cause you, yeah. you're able to move. It's today's kind of ball of, Hey, give me the ball and I'll go. Right. And, uh, but he didn't care for that too much at the time. Right. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> <laughs> make your move before, you know, come off a screen, you know, he was kind of in that mindset of, you know, obviously come off the screen with motion offense. And, uh-huh. and in my opinion, you, you're using a lot of your energy when you're doing that. It yeah. allows players like me to hang, but when you like you have, you know, yourself of such a talent of being able to make your move on your own, sometimes you got to let that rain just loose a little bit more to go ahead. And so anyway, what my point is is that uh, yeah, man, you're 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 a special coming in. Obviously, you had the decision sophomore year, mm-hmm. uh, junior season goes by, senior season. Um, it was, it was, it was uh you being first team all American, I mean, not many players, not many guys get to be on a team or with that, have that, that kind of player. Right. Mm-hmm. So, right. so it is special. I'll just say that you're an elite mm-hmm. class. And I thought I saw when, you know, that first travel team, like, Oh, right. damn, he's, he's good. <laughs> so, so uh, you, you, you know, you developed into a, a hell of a player at IU, which I'm always shocked that it never transferred over. And I don't think it was a fault of your own transfer right. that next level. Cause I see guys play at the next level. I'm like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how AJ, yeah. you know, what, what happened or transpired there exactly. But, but uh, yeah, man, I, 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 well at IU, your four yeah. years, obviously I put there up as far as guards, at least, yeah. I mean, I put you, if there's a fifth face on that Mount Rushmore, you know, I'm, I'm putting you up. There. No, I appreciate that. I understand what the Mount Rushmore is, man. And it was it was a, a great experience. Like as you said, it was almost great that I was kind of naive coming in because I mean, from a standpoint of like not knowing that you know you're producing at a high level and this hasn't happened a lot here. You know what I mean? But you know, Coach Knight was I think he was moving towards being a little more lenient when it came offensively, especially with me because he recognized that I could do some of those things and and you don't want to you know you gotta let a, a horse run. You can't. Can't hold him right. back, make a trot. You know what I mean. So, uh, and and it was a, it was. I appreciated him for that. Is is adjusting to to who I became as a player. Uh, let's talk about Coach Knight a little bit, man. What's the method to Coach Knight's madness, man? What method you, to his madness? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, what are your thoughts about you know Coach Knight as a? I know obviously he's a great person. You know, I don't say great person, but he's a he's a coach who will always be there for you. He's not going to be your best friend. He's not going to call you every day, call you, ask about your family. But if you need something, pick up the phone, he'll knock it out for you. But on the basketball floor, you know, what did you, what was your experience with Coach Knight? Yeah, so I would say Coach Knight, um, probably the best of, so I mean, obviously it goes without saying, so the most um, um, competitive person that you'd probably ever come across, right? And within the bounds of being within the legal legalities of college basketball of which he would not break right he wasn't going to break rules in order to win right Um, I thought he got the best or the most out of his players by he challenges you every day every day every day if you're not ready to come to compete today you're going to get your you know you're going to get your ass beat you're going to get you're going to get you know um and to prove it so you know I, I obviously hold on so two things two things I'll just show you real quick 
because I uh, it's the best example of coach that I think I don't know if many do it or if replicate it. I'm sure they do now, but um, at the time, obviously, we had the red books, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I heard that you didn't have you didn't have yours. I still yeah, got I three of mine. I don't know why. I Come on, man. Come on. These that's are the precious. Biggest, that's the biggest fail of my uh, basketball career is not keeping that book. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the guy, so you knew that he was detailed and writing, competing and every day and having to do it every day, no off days. But I, I wrote down a ton of stuff. But one of the things that I, I kind of write down is quotes. And uh, this one kind of resonated. I just opened it up, cracked it up, opened today and read it here. You're either going to be a hell of a competitor or you're going to go through life half assed. And so it's like, hey, you know, what, what, what are you going to be? What do you, you know, what, what's your attitude going to be today? And he, right. he was that guy that, uh, you know, you knew and, you know, you were going to be questioned. Did you come in and work out? Did you put in your extra time? If you watch film, have you put up extra shots? Pre-practice, right? right. Our bodies for pre-practice. I know you mentioned that before. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you out there getting the work done? And right. Not, right. There's going to be a problem. There's going to be a problem. And that, and because the ultimate goal is to win. We want to win. We all go there to win. We're, we, we want to be a part of IU because he wins, you know, um, right. but winning it the right way, going to class, going to, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do both. You just can't mm-hmm. do one. And so, um, yeah, to me, he's the ultimate competitor of, of uh, doing it right and competing at the highest level and being successful doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. Which you can't say that about many nowadays. Yeah, true. Did you, uh, did you ever, did he ever offer to get you a, a full scholarship? Yeah. So my situation is a little different than yours again. You're right. That, uh, so going in there as a walk-on, um, so back, so I didn't even know I was going to be on the team. So summer workouts, we're all doing all that, right? You all knew, you already signed your, your letters of, you know, your scholarships. Yeah. I didn't know I was going to be on the team. And so it got, enrollment, all this that happens in, I want to say September when we got to take the team picture, mm-hmm. right? So what year? Uh, so it was 2000, right? 2000, 2000? 99, okay. 99, uh-huh. 99, 99, okay. right? Uh, 99, 2000 season. So it was our freshman year coming in uh, August, September, I forget exactly when, but anyway, we go walking in the locker room and I knew it was picture day. So it's picture day for, you know, the team photo uh, for that year. And uh, I walk in the locker room and you know how the locker room set up. So I, I, I sat by in the locker room as well. So I made a hard right t- uh, turn and there's, there's our name on the plate on, on, you know, on top of what, what Kirk, I saw that, that podcast as well. Yeah, I got to yeah. get that plate back from Kirk. That plate back. There's my name <laughs> and there's my Jersey. And I'm like, Oh man, it's probably one of the best days, you know, at that time, best days of my life that mm-hmm. AMI made the, the team. And um, so right after that, soon after that, so he kind of, you know, whatever coach is like, all right, yeah, go ahead and you can sign a scholarship, but it was a year to year situation. Oh, so okay. yeah, gotcha. I had it, but it was always a, Hey, if we can always pull this at any time. Right. Yeah. He never did. But uh, yeah, all four years. That's pressure. That's pressure. I mean, not pressure. We obviously walked on. You think you cover it. But to just have to wonder about that each year, man, that that would be like a little bit nerve wracking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. To say the least. Yes. (laughs) Have you you ever uh, run into talk to Coach Knight since, uh, you know, he made that phone call from you? Not not at the, the reunion, but in between that time period no no so I never have you know people ask that and I kind of have uh you know I just saw him at the reunion and I know his his uh his mind you know isn't probably as sharp as it once used to be right and so now I think I think I probably lost my window I should have done it a long time ago but no I never really have reached out back out to him and uh 
Um, I got married soon after that, talked to him one time soon after, but that was it. That okay. Was it. Let me ask you this, because you were there at the same time I was there. The transferring of Jason Carrier and Luke Wrecker, excluding Neil, because we kind of knew knew why Neil was getting out of there. But um, what, what, what is your recollection of why you think each guy ended up leaving the program? Yeah, so... Yeah, so that's a great question, man, because because um, coming in, so they're both and I, you know, take it for what it's worth. But at the time. Right. So McDonald All-American had all the accolades, had everything coming in and great. I mean, really good players, really good players, I think could have been, uh, you know, great IU players as well if they would have stayed there all four years. But um, along the way, sometimes maybe maybe the accolades and maybe someone not challenging the way that they're playing the playing basketball mm-hmm. uh, catches up with them. Right. So no one really of, of coaches uh, will say his language or his type of speaking really had, had ever really <laughs> nice way to put it. Yeah. You know, had ever really challenged them. And so when you have that, it's like a culture shock, right? You go from one extreme, everybody's kissing my ass to, Hey, now this guy's saying I'm not doing anything right. right. You know, I think maybe that takes a toll on if, if you've never really experienced that. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, or I had that mindset. And that was, I think, the transition of type of player. I'll just say that type of player really was during our era of when it kind of yeah. position, mm-hmm. you know, goes more over that player relationship than right. it was just like, hey, do this because I say. And uh, that was being questioned. So I don't know if Jason at the time, unfortunately, you know, we're all young, man. You know, yeah, was, yeah, but, uh, but him and Wrecker, unfortunately, kind of saw it as, uh, you know, that I don't want to go through this for four years. When, right. Mm-hmm. when it's a short-term thought right like yeah obviously obviously you stick it out you, I mean he, they, I, in my opinion they would have been better players you know I mean yeah. I know they went that route and I know they did very successful you know at Georgia Tech for Jason and, and record goes to I think Arizona and then goes to Arizona had uh, Iowa then has a great career at Iowa as well but sticking it out at IU I know it would have been it would have been special something would have happened I believe that's just my opinion but uh um, yeah, it's unfortunate, you know, and that, and that, that, that just kind of led to the bigger fracture and the domino effect after the case, right. For right. us to kind of pick up and, Hey, why did they leave? And then you got to explain it all. But, but, uh, you know, coach has one to, to his credit. I think you had mentioned earlier, like it was our bubble, right? Yeah. You mm-hmm. did a great job of insulating us, a great job of us not really paying attention to that what right. yeah. place after the fact, picking up the pieces, plugging in some other players. All right, let's go, let's go to work. Right. So, um, but yeah, at the time, I mean, I, I was shocked. I don't know about how, how, what did you think? With, I mean, I, I, I had the same feeling that you had. I've always said that I felt like it was just the, the changing of the recruit, so to speak. And, and, and it was, it wasn't at that time who coach Knight really was to accept that I'm going to have to kiss a little ass, uh, you know, going forward. It just wasn't him. He wasn't going to do that. That wasn't his style. And, you know, when you when you're at that peak and at that pinnacle of success in high school then you feel like, you know, the recruiting process is ass kids. But then when you get there, it's all about what you can't do. And, uh, you know, I was prepared. I had heard that in high school before, you know, focus on your weaknesses and nobody's going to pat you on the back for scoring 30. But they're going to tell you you got beat on defense five times. Like that's. That was the, the, the system I came up under. So, but I didn't think that they were able to handle that. And I think that we all handled it wrong. Like, I think that as teammates, we should have had a conversation with them. Right. You know, because we were all better together. And it, and a conversation like that would have brought us together. You know what I mean? And we all was, and the one thing about 
I always compare Coach Knight's system and uh, his culture at that time for us to the pros. It was like, once practice was over, we scattered. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you did. went with your roommate, I went with my roommate, and that's kind of like the pros. It was like, man, you don't go hang out. I mean, you hang out later sometimes, but after practice, you know, you, you don't stick around and kick it with your guy. We all just was like, all right, man, that was enough. I'm out. I need to go yeah. get something to eat. I got to do this. And we did. We never created that, those relationships that were necessary for championship level basketball. That's me looking backwards, knowing what I know now. Right, and, right. and and it, it wasn't something that was taught to us at that time. You know, I think Coach Knight's programs, it just happened naturally. A lot of those guys were from the same area, states, Illinois, but we had Minnesota, we had Delaware, we had Indiana, we had Florida, we had Texas, Florida, Charlie was from Florida, Larry from Florida. We just had people from everywhere and we didn't share that common those common Midwestern roots, you know what I mean? To, to, and then you would throw in a guy on those other teams from another place, but the core of those guys were from that area in you know, mid, you know, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio. So uh, I just think knowing all that now, I didn't know that back then. It was just like, I, you think that's the way it's supposed to be. But at a, at a program like Indiana, you have to have, at that time, that culture, you needed to be together. And right. that's the only way that you was going, you know, it wasn't, you know, uh, fighting Coach Knight, but that was the only way you was going to get through it. And, you know, I was together. I always just like, all right, man, I'm focused. I'm locked in. But I didn't bring the other guys to focus and lock in with me. So I believe they created a, the, the, the inner competition. Like, oh, man, he getting, he getting the pub. You know what I mean? He scoring. He Big Ten freshman of the year. This ain't cool. You know what I mean? I'm supposed to be that. So instead of us being friends and that's happening, we already separated. So those comments, because I heard that somebody told me Luke left because of me, like, a, or he, or he left, he announced that he was leaving after I announced that I was staying my junior year. I never knew that. I never, you know what I'm saying? Like my, 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 my uh, decision was my decision. You know what I mean? It was like, ah, do I, I'm going to be a second round pick either way. So let me, you know, cause coach night players weren't normally, first round picks and they weren't running motion in, in, in the NBA. So the stigma was already on me. Did I expect even be in that position? Hell no. So I went for college legacy instead of NBA professional. Let's just stay and see what happens, man. Maybe we make a good run. We had a good season. The scandal comes out and it just, you know, deflates our whole season. So, and we end with a thud at the end of the day. So, but you know, I heard that, and, and I, you know, with Collier, I don't know, rest in peace, Jason Collier, this is right. not anything towards him. He made a decision best for him. But I wish I would have had that point guard center relationship. We're like, no, nah, dude, stick it out. We good. You know, he's yeah. just pushing you. You know what I mean? He's just pushing you. Relax. Exactly. Shoot, shoot every time you touch it. He ain't going to do nothing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, got to go in. But now that was my mentality. Produce. <laughs> It was yeah. like, produce, man. But if you're going to talk that talk, walk it then, man. Get out there and produce. And I think Coach, you know, he I wasn't an issue because I was consistent and I was producing. You know, at that time, Jason wasn't producing consistently. Good game here and there, but it wasn't consistent. And so it, it builds that inner team rift in that. I think we, as, you know, looking back as we are leaders now, we had leaders in our companies, leaders in our positions. Now I know how to make everybody feel good and feel, yeah. feel as one and feel like they're part of the winning team, you know, even when they aren't like, but it's, 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 it's what we, what leaders do. And I think those other teams look at the 81 team. That's, 
you know, 80, uh, 76 team. Like, those are just all natural born leaders. Like I wasn't a natural born leader. I became as I got older and I, I, I understood I had a voice. Like, you know, I didn't know I had a voice at that time. Like I was like, man, I could now, now if I go back, y'all would be tired of me. Like I would be, my voice came when I graduated. Now I was like, oh, you know, I'm a professional now. I can say, yeah. you can do what I want to do now. Like at that time, <laughs> I'm humble. Like I'm just right. happy to be here. And as a leader, you can't just be happy to be here. You got to step up and, and say what you do. Well, yeah, it's funny you say that because the lack of communication between all of us, honestly, probably should have been, could have been mm-hmm. a lot better than what it was, right? Having to talk with Jason and, and Wrecker changes a lot of things. Just having a conversation, because I didn't I didn't know. I was like, probably like you, you know, I just yeah, found I, out. Like, we I found guess, out together. Yeah, they're transferring. Okay. And that happened both, you know, with both of them. Like, all right, I guess they're gone. And uh, yeah. uh, But one thing that did help were the former player. I will, I will, I will. A couple guys that always, I don't know about you, but when they would come, because you don't know if this is this right, is this normal? Is this like, and I knew yeah, yeah. I just following IU that not many people transfer. I knew that much, right? But uh, but still, like, hey, are we are we going through what the past guys went through? And you know who was always cool when they came in that I always saw were Evans, Cal, and yeah. uh, and you had Lane and Turner always yeah, always in the room, right? Like, hey, mm-hmm. get out there and kill them. You, you're doing a good job, and even. Like Evans would come over, like, "Hey man, you're you're a shooter, right? That's what you're supposed yeah. to be doing. You get out there, you shoot. I don't care, you right. miss, doesn't matter. Shoot the next one." And so guys like that, um, but still, it wasn't like among us, us, yeah, you know, us. Mm-hmm. It was still missing. Um, yeah. And yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was. You know, like I said, coach did a good job of insulating us, but but still stressful, no less. Of like, you know, all right, I guess AJ is going to be our score, right? Because right, yeah. two guys. Mm-hmm. Like that, that put up some numbers and you, you have no choice. Yeah. Um, you better. Yeah. You better. You better produce now. There, there's there's <laughs> there's nobody else. You're so, right. Yeah. Right. You know. hey, man, I, it is what it is. I mean, we have no regrets. I think we I had a fabulous career, a fabulous time with you guys, man. But, you know, as you, you start to get a little bit more inter- introspective when you get older, like, man, what really went wrong? And then you start thinking about like, man, I wasn't wasn't close with those guys. Like they were good. We were yeah. cool. It was never bad blood, but it wasn't like, hey, man, let's all go bowling tomorrow. Right. Let's go take a spring break together. They would go take their spring break. We go take our spring break. All that kind of stuff is what makes championship teams, and we just didn't didn't have that portion of it. Could we compete with anybody? Hell, yeah, because we had Bob Knight on the on, on sideline. Yeah. yeah. We were prepared to play against anybody, but consistently to where we developed the championship medal was because of that. But the one good thing that happened when transfer Luke when Luke transferred is that you became the the Luke of the team. And you can <laughs> yelled out Luke every time you stepped on the floor, man. How that make you feel? Hey, of course. And the original, did you feel yeah. like did you feel like it was a consolation because he left? No. <laughs> hey, the original and the one that stayed four years, man. Four. Yeah. I stuck it out. Come on, right. Come on now. I got to get some credit for that. Yeah, uh, I love no, that. Hey, I appreciate you know the fan. There is there's nothing like because I was on that side, right? I kind of was uh growing up um watching I I was that fan, you know, mm-hmm. the guy like hey, the dream is there. I want to try to get to it. I accomplished it. Um, so I know exactly what everybody else, you know, I was rooting for those guys in the 90s, right? Cal Leary and and mm-hmm. uh Damon and all of them. So um yeah, it was nice to be on the receiving end of it. Right. right? Come in, it's like, oh man, this is uh, there's not there, there, you know, yeah. it's hard to beat. It's hard they, to beat. Did they they so. did it a little bit when you returned for Coach Knight, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always now, I'm it's surprised even, that remember. Yeah, right. So it's it's even better when you're older, man, because you, <laughs> you don't get the cheer, get the cheers anymore. 
Uh, but I was happy for you because I know the, the work you put in. I watched you change physically. I watched you get confident in the games. Like when you did play, you produced for the most part. And 95% and of the games that you play, you did your part. Came in, knocked down shots, you defended. And, you know, it was 10 minutes, but in some games, every once in a while, it'd be 30 minutes. Like you just <laughs> did not know. And you had to stay prepared, man. So I was happy. You know, hey, that, you don't remember this either, I bet. But yeah, I appreciate that. But yeah, so, uh, you know, to, to come in, I got, you got to play your role, right? So you, I knew my role. You, I'm not going to be one of those that puts up, you know, 20 a game and all that. So, but just doing what I can contribute. I'll never forget though. I'll never forget. There's a, I'm out there for about 10 minutes. There's a timeout. We come over and coach subs for me. And I'm like, what? you know, I, I'm kind of like, Hey, I just I, I I did a little bit, but not enough, right? Not enough scoring. Why are you I had taking me out? Go ahead and say it. Why are you taking me out, man? <laughs> no, I said it to you. Exactly. You know what you said, man? I, I go, I didn't do anything wrong. He goes, that's exactly right. You got to get out here and contribute, man. Oh, yeah, gotta, I do remember you that. Yeah. Contribute. And I'm like, oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, right. you so, that's, uh, that's what I learned early about him. Mm -hmm. I started is right after, uh, I think we played uh, – uh, oh, going into the uh, the preseason NIT or something, and I don't have my talk with my stepdad. I was I was like, man, you know, it's risk is cool. I'm playing a lot, and you know what I mean. But you know, you take me out a little bit. I don't be too happy about that. He, my dad is real matter of fact. It's like you need to do something. Uh -huh. I was like, I was like, what you mean? I'm out here. He's like, I know you just out there. He's <laughs> like, you need to do something. You gotta so make a play. That moment, huh? Got to make a play. Got to make plays. And Isaiah play. Thomas talked about that. He came our junior year. He talked about that with me personally. He was like, man, just make the plays. Make mm -hmm. the play. He's like, whether it's a steal, whether it's a, a create for somebody else or a basket for yourself, if you want to be elite and you want to be considered that you got to make plays when you're out there. So that's the lesson I give to my daughter and kids now. Like, yeah, you just out there. Like, uh, I was just uh -huh. out there. But when you have uh, abilities that are above that, you got to take chances. And that's what a lot of people didn't want to do on Coach Knight's team. No, you ain't tell you. Not a lot of people want to take chances. So can you imagine you crossing somebody over and pulling up a three? It better go in, I tell yeah, exactly. you that. Or it's like a, one, one shot. And then if you make it, you stay in. If you miss it, you might not play for two games. Correct. So exactly. I was, you know, we as you get you, you earn that equity and you start really willing to take those chances, man. So I just thought it was it was a funny, funny time period, man. And we, we were blessed because, man, we, that's what we known for. Like to this day, you know what I mean? If the, the Hoosier fans talk to you, it's gonna be different than any other conversation you've ever had, man. And because mm -hmm. we were there and we were part of the program, man. So um, you I don't have any of, You know the rundown of questions. You know. How was hey, it like to play for What was it like? <laughs> what was it like? What was he like? Exactly. And, hey, you just mentioned preseason NIT 96. Uh, you remember what happened after uh, – so it wasn't the greatest game, right? We didn't play well at all, but we ended up with last second shot with, with uh, Andre, with Dre. Evansville, he was pissed because we won. Yeah, we go in the locker room. I had never seen that before. Oh my goodness, we go in the locker room. Yeah, this is PG. Everybody, no, we go in the locker room and uh, we're all like, yeah, yeah, we just won, but we only beat Evansville by a last second shot. Obviously, we didn't, it didn't really register that, but he comes in. You remember the table? Bam, Gatorade flying everywhere. Bam, those kids busted their ass. They should have beat you guys. This is both, you know, all that just goes off, and I'm like. Oh man, so a win is just not good enough. You got right. That's what I. That was the moment I was like, "Damn, 
Yeah, yeah. You got to win the right know. way. Like, you know, I don't know yeah. if I'm going to make it here. Like, this dude <laughs> I know. bad because we won. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, we, you got lucky. We got lucky, man. Like, at the end of the day. And then, hey, that, next game. Was, Mm-hmm. Next game, though, obviously it responded, right? Dre drops 39, beat Duke, and, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, it put us on a good path. But still, at the time, exactly. I was my mindset. I'm like, oh, God, man. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm getting up out of here. This, this is crazy. Nuts, man. This is mad because we won. Like, exactly. they deserve. But now now we're older. We start to understand, like, I don't know, some people deserve to win the game. They might not win, but the way that they played and the spirit and the passion, we almost took advantage of that game of being at Indiana. Like, we weren't playing Indiana basketball. We were just, right. we are, I am Quinn, like, you know what I mean? And we didn't play like Quinn at the end of the day. So now I understood about that time. I was like, man, we flipping tables, he throwing stuff. I'm like, man, what is wrong with you? Dude, we going to the championship. Like, <laughs> but, hey, but man. the standard hey, man. was, the standard was high. That's, that's the day yeah. I discovered where the standard was and what we were yeah. supposed to be, man. So, I know my, my, my producers be on me because these must be going two hours, man. You oh, don't man. know. We've been on here for an hour. You don't even know it. Oh. But uh, but I will. We will we'll start wrapping up shortly here. Once again, House of Hoosier podcast. I'm with one of my people, Luke Jimenez, Luke Jimenez, who was my roommate coming in, and he was my roommate leaving, which made it real special. Came in uh, as rookies, and we left out, you know, as, as veterans, but... I want to talk a little bit about um, the return of Coach Knight, man. And you were a part of that. Uh, you 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 actually convinced me to come because I didn't want to go. Exactly. Like, people don't understand. I, I really don't. I don't have a, a relationship with Coach Knight. I just, I never did. I never have, which is another one of those things. If I was me back then, I would have forced him to be, be my friend. Like, yeah, really. Like, you know, I would have, we would have, hey, what up, coach? I would have used my, my, my personality to make him. And I, I joke with uh, one of my uh, hosts, uh, one of my uh, people on my podcast about I was, I got the most hugs out of Coach Knight. I was like, you know, he hugged me a lot, you know what I mean? Which showed me he cared about me, but we would have, we would have had a relationship. But so, but I didn't really want to come. I didn't really want to come because I, I just didn't feel, I felt like the, the alumni was fractured. I felt like I hadn't heard, I haven't talked to Coach Knight to this day of after until meeting and, and talking to him at the event. I hadn't talked to him probably 10 years up, that, up to that point. You know what I mean? I'd seen him, uh, hello, but it wasn't a conversation. So, but you convinced me to go. And why why did you do that? Why you convinced hey, me to go, man? I, I so I, I know you probably had some of those thoughts of uh, yeah. I remember you telling me that last year, and I'm like AJ, you're not going to want to miss this, man. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things. I think you earned it. You know, I think you need to be there. I think uh, having you know, obviously they were in each decade. The most amount of uh, alumni coming back. It's not only for coach, but it's also you know all the players. You you, you kind of it's never been done before the camaraderie. That many people coming back. Uh, was something I knew I wasn't, I was going to fly, you know, from Florida up, like I wasn't mm-hmm. going to miss that. And I'm like, Hey, AJ, you got, you got to be there. You just have right. to. I mean, mm-hmm. um, and I think, I think you, I think hopefully you see the, uh, you know, that you're appreciative also that you were there because, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's one of those things in history, right? So a guy, a guy does builds up everything. We're not having this conversation if coach Knight's not there. Right. I mean, we're not, we don't never meet, the, the amount of influence that that guy has had over how many decades and how many lives and, and done so many good things. Um, you know, obviously his tactics are one of a kind, right. Of, of, of how he's going to go about it. Not saying that everything that he's done in his life, nor anybody's life, who, who's to judge. Right. But, 
he, he, I think, has influenced more people in a positive manner than it's exponential, right? And you and I right. being influenced by him, um, you know, I had to have it. I had to have my wingman there, man. You, you right, definitely. Know, we spent we spent a lot of time. I wanted to see you too. Wanted to see you know catch up. Uh, uh, Kurt, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I want to see him as well. Tommy uh, Geyer, mm-hmm. you know, these guys that you go to battle with. Right. I think it's important, you know, that. Just, I, I just want to, you know, the limited time that we do get a, to, to hang out around each other, here's an event that mm-hmm. I wanted you there too. So, right. yeah, uh, yeah, I'm glad you convinced me, man, because uh, it was a great time. It was a great time for my fiance to be able to be a part of something like that. And people don't understand my, my thought process, and this is how, just how I thought for the last 20 years. You had to win championships to be friends with him. That's how I felt. We weren't able to do that. So I accepted that I just wasn't in that class and I went my separate way. And I had up to this point, up to the point of last year, I had really accepted it. Like, hey man, it is what it is. You know, you had to be in that in that class in order to have that type of relationship with him where, where the Quinns, you know, Quinn Buckley's come around all the time. Scott May was around all the time. Uh, you know, Isaiah come when he wanted to, you know, all those guys that won something for him, you know, they seem to have a close relationship with him. So I accepted that. And once I accept something, I usually don't go back on it. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with it. It's cool. I got the utmost respect for him because he, he did bring the, every ounce of whatever he could out of me as a player. But, you know, as far as, like, caring about that kind of stuff, I just didn't. And it had gotten old at that time. It was like, kept hearing about it. People want to talk about it all the time, or, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that's why I was standing on it. But I'm glad that that time that I just like, man, you know what? I'm going. The fellas want to check, see me, and it ended up being the the best, the best decision, man. Um, and we got a chance to go out on the floor and the ovation and see it firsthand, him with the guys, and uh, celebrate that moment, man. And I'm, I'm glad we we didn't miss it. The anniversary was a couple of days ago, which makes it even funnier. Like three days, I think it was a February 8th was the one year anniversary. Mm-hmm. How quick a year goes. And it's almost like meant to be because COVID hit right after that and everything was shut down. After right. Like right. right like three weeks after that, COVID shut everything down. So that could that might not have ever happened if we waited, you know, any any longer. So you just be great, you know, just being grateful for being, uh, you know, to for changing the uh, guy changing my mind and me becoming and being a part of that. So um, and I think you know what I, I guess got throw this out there. Maybe you feel that way too, as far as because uh, you were, um, you know, on our team and that and that and that class and whatnot you were obviously the leader, the distinct one that everybody's going to remember, knows, right? right? Household name, AJ Guyton. Mm-hmm. And so obviously you, bear, you, you you have that burden on your shoulders yep. that you took that on for such a long time. When I don't think coach, I don't think coach ever looked at it that way, man. I, I right. think he, uh, he loved all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, he wanted the best for us. I know, um, you know, even I said, even after I got my job, but even him being involved with uh, me getting married, you know, he kind of gave me a call out of the blue and just wished me, you know, uh, you know, have a, have a good wedding, have a good life, blah, 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 whatever. But, but like you, I don't know if feeling it that way, um, it probably wasn't the case, you know, you just think about things maybe, but, mm-hmm. but you were such a big contributor to the program. I know he, he's got a, you know, just talking with Pat Knight, you know, yeah. you know, him knowing, uh, what you did is, is special at IU during that, uh, mm-hmm. during that time period of so much, you know, conflict. Right. You know what? There's, there was also guilt. There was also guilt. Guilt was if we could have just got over the hump, none of that would ever happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's deeper. It, it was deep. 
I'm not since God, no, it's not, I don't think about that now, but at that time, you know, if this, this event was like almost me getting over it, like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. we, we, let's think we would have won one big 10 championship that might've ever happened. Like coach Knight would still be there. You know what I mean? When, when somebody said to me on the pod, I think Tom Coverdale was like, man, it was going to happen anyway. Yeah, he's like, he's like, you're not going to censor coach Knight. It is what it is. Like, you know, he's like, it was going to happen one, whether that year or the next year, it was going to happen. And so, and I was like, yeah, you, you're right about that. I never thought about it. It was just a, it was just a, a trip into my mindset and how I was dealing with it all and handling it all. I understand it. I'm proud of the, the, the time that we had, but you know, I understand what the standards were. And, uh, you know, and I don't try to, you know, oh, I was this, I was that. It was like, hey, if that's you guys' standard, then it is what it is. You know, I wouldn't trade me for anybody. Like, you know, maybe Isaiah, I might want to be Isaiah. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't trade me for anybody. Yeah. Really. But, so, but it, was, uh, it was me getting over it as well. Well, I will say this about our about our class, right? So obviously, yeah, one of the, if not the only class during his era not to win a Big Ten or a uh, or a championship, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, you know that we there wasn't a day in which we 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 did not cheat ourselves of trying to get better, right? We right. competed at the highest level of our ability. I could say that every day, every day. You're coming in, you're working, you're trying to get better. Do as much as you can. And I don't know, at the end of the day, I mean, we're, we're in our 40s now, right? We're old guys. When you look back at that young of age, I mean, what more can you ask for? Right. right? I mean, you're doing everything possible to be successful. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it didn't happen. But yeah. I, I, don't, I don't feel like, hey, if we would have, uh, you know, if we would have gone four-hour practices, it would have been better. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, yeah, we did everything we possibly could. Right, right. To be the best we could. At well, that yeah, time. you can tell because – at the end of the year, when we got beaten the first round by, by Pepperdine, Kirk was injured. It was just like the perfect storm of everything that could go wrong went wrong. Yeah. And it started really in the Big Ten tournament when the tape resurfaced. Like, people don't understand that, that the incident happened our freshman year. But the thing didn't start, didn't come out to the end of our senior year. So it was like, you know, a lot of times like, man, what y'all what talking about is really at that time, I was like, what you talking about? Because it happened uh, four years, three and a half years yeah. ago, and that'll be 21 years in Indiana basketball time uh, like, like for what we went through. Like, it's like, we have been there for 20 years. Like, it's like, so, um, you know, we, we kind of, when the game, I don't remember anything about our final game. I remember nothing. Against Pepperdine? Against Pepperdine. Oh, All man. I, re I remember nothing. But I remember was, like it was yesterday. For me, for me, it was like, it's over. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah, just walk yeah. away, man. Like, just go. And, and, and I never really thought about it again. You know what I mean? It was like, it didn't work. It's over. That's how you do a relationship. It's over. It's over. You don't keep trying to make it work. You just, you in, you move on at the end of the day. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it was like, you know, it, it, but I, I regret that because it's like, man, you know, we, we put a lot of time and, and effort into that. You know what I mean? To, to have it just go to in a, in a thud like that. Like, you know, with everything going wrong, everything that could have went wrong went wrong. Second best player gets injured, you know. You know, we starting guys that ain't played very much, playing against a team that was well prepared for us. Played zone, which was our kryptonite. Some nights, since we didn't have a week to prepare for the zone, we was in trouble because all we do is practice motion all five days a week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but but when we played tempo and, and we prepared, we was ready. You know, what I mean, it was like so. Um, you know, we we went through some stuff, so it was you just kind of just left it behind you and moved on, man. And uh, you know, I. 
uh, that was, you know, there was no regrets there. I mean, it happens, it happens. We made the NCAA tournament. We had right. a great, that, that to me was one of Coach Knight's great coaching jobs of our senior year because we didn't have a lot of talent, but we was right there. I remember the game at Michigan State where they tied it up, sent it overtime, and actually the game at Minnesota where we gave up maybe like a six-point lead. Yep. Those were the two games yep. that cost us our opportunity at the Big Ten title that year. Yeah. We, I think we ended up with losing six games in the Big Ten or five, and those two games right there were those games we should have won. You know what I mean? And was that at Wisconsin that year too? No, it was. Uh, it was that at, we lost. We were ahead and lost. Yeah, we minute. lost in that that game too, the last Big Ten yeah. game of the season. But yeah. we were out the race at that time, so I didn't count that one. But at Michigan State, where we were up six with a minute, yeah. and we were on the free throw line, and then at Minnesota, we we're up five or six with a minute left, and we ended up losing and going to overtime and losing both games. Because, you know, uh, so it was his best, to me, it was one of his, the best coach job since I had been there was that year. Because we just didn't, it was me, Kirk, and Lynn, and, you know, uh, Dane was struggling a little bit. I think if Dane had come along, we would have been fine because he was the, the missing piece, the record. And then, uh, you know, and Mike, you know what I mean? So it was like, we're going against NBA, NBA players. Michigan State had a team of more sports, Peterson, Jason Richardson, Charlie Bell. That's four NBA basketball players right there. <laughs> and, 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 uh, and our guys decided to go sell drugs. So it's like, <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey, you picked a good game to forget Pepperdine. That's a good one to keep out of your head, by the way. Yeah, definitely. So that, that, that was yeah, awful. Like, oh, my I goodness. I don't remember it, anything about it. That's good. Not, that's good. For, forget no, about no, that one because that, that was go. I, I, I do not remember anything about that game. So, but anyway, man, last thing I want to ask you, man, uh, can you please, would you mind sharing the story of how you uh, asked your fiance to marry? Oh. Oh. Yeah, and how, <laughs> how close of a call it was for you being banished from Assembly Hall. Hey, time out. Where, where, where did this, hey, where did this intel come from, huh? You, what, what? <laughs> you told me. I told what? you this? Oh, I yeah, told you. You told me the story. If you don't want to share it, don't share no, it. I, would, I, would. I, I thought Thank it was God. a hell of a story, man, and a hell of a chance you took. Yeah. In order so. to, to, and she has to know how much you love her for, for doing that. Christy, kiss Christy Gilbert, who was your sweetheart all four years. Pretty much. Uh, no, sophomore, sophomore, season. sophomore year. So two, 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 two and a half, three years. Yeah, exactly. She's still your wife. You have two beautiful kids together, man, and created Thank a life you. for yourself, man. So she'll be she'll be happy to to hear this story. But to talk, well, to hey, so yeah, what so, happened, man? Yeah, good question, good question, right? <laughs> I don't know. I was crazy stupid at the time, but uh, yeah, we'll make it short, sweet here. So no, don't make it short, sweet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I obviously being a walk on your you, the leash is pretty short, right? But I felt like, hey, I was going to take a shot, take a chance here. So uh, I was uh, involved, obviously, with my wife now at the time, and uh, had been dating for a little while. Thought it'd be a good time to 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 get engaged and utilize the resources that I had at hand. Right. So, what year uh, was this? Huh? What year was this? Uh, not so. It's been junior season. Junior. Okay. Junior, junior so 97, 98, 99. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Going into. Yep. So um, I had this brilliant idea. I'm like, hey, I'm going to use Assembly Hall. All right. I'm going to do it in Assembly Hall. So I uh, at the time, you know, we didn't have keys. Right. So I had to get a manager. Hey, give me a set of keys. I can get in later on. And they didn't know what the hell was going on. But they're like, all right, here you go. <laughs> so get these keys. It's an off day. Like no one's in Assembly Hall. I know nobody's going to be there. 
Uh, I'd already had the ring, everything like that, ready to go. Had my little boom box at the time, right? Old school. And uh, so I, I, I take her in assembly hall and she's like, oh, this is pretty cool. You know, back, back, you know, show her around all this. And so um, we go to assembly hall and center court and, you know, I propose and it's, you know, going like it should. And she's happy. Oh my gosh, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. And well, at, and, 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 and I forget this. And <laughs> before we walked in, I'm sorry, I got to back up. I had ordered a pizza to mm-hmm. kind of like throw her off. Like, Hey, we're just going to eat in here, chill, whatever. So I'd ordered a pizza to assembly hall. Maybe not the brightest thing at the time. Uh, pizza guys there. Nobody else is. We're outside out front, get this pizza going, <laughs> eat, you know, propose, do our thing. And we're leaving, we're leaving, going at the time I'd had this little rinky dink car, you know, our cars, yep. not like, players today (laughs) but uh hey i'm ranking my little my little red car anyway as we're leaving the opposite direction here comes coach knight with a cop car right behind him i know he'd always had that friend of a cop you know they're good buddies whatever he was coming up to assembly hall and you could park back that and that day you know up right next to us close to assembly hall and literally if it was 30 seconds later, I'm or earlier, I'm walking out the front door with my with my future wife right now. Who knows? I got, you know, at the time, you know, I, I you know, maybe I'm not there my senior year. Right. right? So I don't I don't know. But so people don't it was a close call. That just don't look good. Like whatever it is, whatever's happening, no matter what your explanation is, it exactly. doesn't look good. Hey, the rest is history. It worked. You know, yeah. I'm still with her 20, mm-hmm. 20 plus years now. And uh yeah, all is good. Oh, oh, man, that was, that's a great story, man. I have to end it with you telling that story. But <laughs> I do want to do want to ask you just to, uh, for the last part to reflect on, you know, what planet are you meant to you and how has it uh, shaped you and in, in, in your professional life and what you're doing today and your personal life? Yeah, I mean, that, this is this is pretty easy. I mean, it's the best, probably the best decision I've ever made in my life. I would never have changed any of it. Um, mm-hmm wanting, you know, having a success made at a smaller school versus going to IU and not being, you know, the top dog like yourself. But uh, it was, it was, it was, it was the best experience. I mean, there, I just can't imagine anything being better and being around coach Knight only made you better, be, made you want to, you had no choice, number one, but then I think it extends past now, even into my, into my personal life of, of honestly doing the best you can at competing, whatever I'm a salesperson, right? So it's almost a competition every day. Are you doing what you should be doing, right? It's in the right, back yeah. of your mind. It's always, you're always driven. I'm living on nine acres now. I never thought I'd be doing that and fixing it up, right? Every day there's a step to improve on my land. But anyway, he's, 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 he's affected my life ever since I was a little kid, watching, you know, wanting to be a part of that program, just probably like every other Hoosier out there growing up, thinking they have that dream of playing there. I reached it. And uh, definitely can say it's been exponential and it's it's uh, benefits past playing basketball at IU. Right. Hey, man, yes. that's a, that's a, I, I feel the same way, man. And what is done to, you know, catapult us into whatever uh, profession we're in, we become we, we know how to compete within that profession. We know how to prepare within that profession. I always say that you go through Coach Knight's program, man, you could be a coach instantly because of the, the, the type of preparation, the amount of time put into it, the attention to detail, and, and just understanding that it's always bigger 
than just you. And um, so I definitely understand that, man. And um, I know it's been an hour and a half, close to an hour 20, man. We could go for three hours, but- You need to edit this. You need to edit this. Cut it down. Cut it down. Awesome to do a great job of cutting it down. But all the content was great. I don't want it cut down. Like they don't, <laughs> don't want to listen to it. Don't listen to it. But but I know the the diehard Hoosier fan, man. They want to hear from another perspective, especially a perspective like yours, man. Uh, us being as close as we were, and finishing or beginning and finishing together, and the stuff that we went through, man. It's always great to hear from you know from a different perspective, man. So they'll they'll enjoy that, and uh, and your family enjoy. It. You shot you know the story the stories and the stories about father, your father, who, whom I did know and, uh, you know, and, and always had the utmost respect for. And mom, is mom still around? Yeah, she's in Minnesota. Uh, yep, yep. We get her down here once in a while, but, uh, you know, um, with this COVID, it's kind of throwing a wrench in everything, right? It's throwing a wrench in everything, so, man. Yeah, yeah, and it's great. It's one thing, it's great that you decided not to be Minnesota Mankato's all-time leading scorer in history. And come to IU, man. I mean, you bet you better than me because I probably would have gone ahead and <laughs> your jersey would have been up there in uh, Minnesota State University right now. Yeah, no, no, I, <laughs> no, no, there was no choice. Come right, on, come on. on. Right, no, there was no choice. But uh, yeah, nothing I never, I, I don't look back, not for a second. And really, a lot of this stuff uh, since since you reached out to, to do this podcast. You, you, you know, you start to go through your head of all Loops this. Start thing. flowing. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. The that. odds, the odds of this happening, the way it happened, and me now here—it's like, yeah, you know, exactly. It shouldn't. Have, it shouldn't have never happened, right? So, uh, and what I found out too, and listening to all your podcasts, which are great here, it's 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 almost that way with a lot of your with a lot of the guys. Mm-hmm. Like Cal, just hey, uh, all of a sudden, you know what? We're just gonna go. He could have gone to Evansville, right? Yeah. Or yourself, all of a sudden, uh, Felon's like, yeah, here you go. Come on, come on. I sure was. Play. I was headed to St. Louis. That's yeah. where I was going to go. Yeah, exactly. You, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. These players that, um, gosh, who's who's another one I was thinking about? Oh, Isaiah. Isaiah, obviously, he had to bring in the, the heavy guns to yeah. get him to come over, right? Because he's out of Chicago. Why would he Why would he come to IU? Right. Uh, and his mom made the decision for him. I mean, just, yeah. just the cascade of getting guys to come to IU is such a uh, thin line between them going and not. And mm-hmm. um, it's kind of funny how we all parallel. So That's exactly what I was going to say. All our stories run parallel. We, had, we all went through the same process, yes. had the yes. same conversation with Coach Knight. It was <laughs> like, either you coming or you're not. Like it wasn't like, you know, I was going to St. Louis because, uh, you know, he, he was the only coach to come to my house. Like he was the only one that came and sat in my living room. I was like, well, this is what I saw in the movie Hoop Dreams. Like this is like, <laughs> they come to your house if they really want you at that time. You know what I mean? So man, but this stuff, like I said, stuff can go on for days, man. I thank you for taking time out of, you know, uh, you know, uh, competing in the sales force. Yeah, and, right. To relive yeah. your uh, IU stories, man. They're, they're classic, timeless, man. And I'm definitely, I'm sure we're we going to run into each other again up there as we, uh, I always tell all the guys, man, uh, one of my goals in doing this is to bring the whole Hoosier alumni gang full circle, uh, not Knights guys, not Creens guys, not Samson's guys, not Davis's guys, all the guys, man, and, and organize. And I'm, I put it up to Quinn Buckner and Isaiah Thomas to organize that, man. Uh, uh, all inclusive in the enemy's basketball. Well, get hey. Hey, I'm gonna put your name in that hat, man. You, yeah. you, you, you're taking it upon yourself to do this. Uh, you should be doing the same. Go ahead, get your I'm name. Working. With- I'm working. Yeah, I'm working. But I know uh, they're gonna listen to them dudes. So I. <laughs> oh, no, that's true too. But you bridge the gap between new and old. Right. You know, like, like, hey, you kind of yeah. bring it all together. If so, Quinn uh, calls Oladipo 
It's gonna be <laughs> AJ called. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're like, man, what you uh, want? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, but it's cool. I get thank it. you, man, for joining, man. And uh, we'll, we'll shoot you the information for the podcast uh, when he puts it. Probably come out in a couple of weeks. We got a, you know, another one coming in, and yours will be after that. So uh, we'll get it to you, man, and and we'll let All your family right. have fun with it, man. The people hey. gonna love it. Good talking, AJ. Uh, you too, man. Peace. All right. And cut.